Many Magic the Gathering players ask the question, should Commander rules be changed to improve or otherwise streamline the format to fix recurring issues or just to all around make this format even better than it already is? Uh, This has been a hot topic of discussion the last several weeks, and we are going to discuss it here. But what I think distinguishes us a little bit is that we have member of the Commander Advisory Group, Olivia Gobert-Hicks. Whoa, whoa. Someone who has some actual say. You're not on the Rules Committee. I am not. I like stressing this. You are an advisor to the Rules Committee, but they do listen to you. Your thoughts mean a little bit more than, say, mine. And so that's why I'm excited to have you here. And I want to talk about some of the uh, bigger rules changes to Commander that have been discussed in recent weeks and just hear your thoughts, those that you can share. I assume there's nothing that's off the table. You you don't work for Watsi. I don't. I know. That's the interesting thing about commanders. Watsi doesn't actually control it. The rules committee does. And the rules committee does take advice from the advisory group. So, advisor Gobert Hicks. Oh, boy. Number one, and this was, I think, one of the most contentious out of all of them, is the idea of changing the rules of hybrid mana and hybrid cards. So there are cards such as Boros Reckoner, which require red or white in order to cast it. And that means that it is counted as a red and a white card. Its color identity is red and white. And therefore, you cannot put it in a deck whose commander does not have both color identities. Some people say this is intended as red or white. Therefore, it should be able to be put into a commander whose color identity is one or the other not both. Um, what do you make of this? What do you what do you, what do you make of hybrid mana changes? I'm not quite sure yet. Yes. There are, I think, a lot of cards that don't make sense. Let's say Risk the Redeemed. Mm-hmm. Green and white right. color identity. <laughs> Even though it's technically a green or a white card. Well, but but it counts as a green and a white right. because a card that affects green affects Reese and a card uh-huh. that affects white affects Reese. Right. If I cast Reese using only green mana, the card that affects white still affects Reese. Right. So I don't understand right off the bat this idea that hybrid was always meant to be one or the other because it has always been both. Yeah. You can use one or the other to cast <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. But it opens up. And so would Reese be mono green? As a commander, if we change, or the would rule, it be mono right white? white? Would you have to choose? I don't know. It's it's definitely it's it seems like a very strange change to me. I think so too. And it's, uh, using Reese as as uh, you know springboard for this. So what happens if you want to play Boros Reckoner in that deck? Can you now? Can you play cards that are Boros because maybe you said Reese is my white commander. And Boros Reckoner is a red and white card, but they share that color. Right. So now I can have access to basically three? Well, if if they have... Or I the... can bring in white-black. Right. I can make it just really a five-color deck because I'm using the, the white that they all have in common. Right. I mean, that seems kind of hairy. So, right. <laughs> I think that there's a weirdness, too, to the idea that I might be in a mono-white deck, let's say, 
and I run Boros Reckoner, who is uh, a white-red hybrid. Mm -hmm. And then I cast Boros Reckoner, and someone could respond with a Pyroblast, which is a card that counters target red spell. Right. And I, in mono white, then get a spell countered by a spell that counters red spells only. That's a little weird as well, I think. I feel that there's only two main arguments for this, which is, let's say, the player argument. And the players, and I mean, obviously, I'm not speaking for all players everywhere. Of course not. Well, but I'm the, the larger player argument that I've heard anyway, and feel free, there's there's many sides to this, but the larger player argument is, is why restrict my deck building? I want to run these cards. I, it opens up creative deck building, less of a narrow, linear deck build. I'm, not, I'm all for less narrow, less linear deck building, but I would also offer that the restrictions can breed creativity, that having these restrictions is part of the fun of Commander. You can only have 100 cards. You can only have cards in your Commander's color identity. Why why do we not just let you run any cards of any color and have any Commander you want? That could be cool too. And that could lead to some really cool, interesting different decks, I'm sure. But that's part of like, well, we're going to play with restrictions. And and so restrictive deck building can be part of the joy of Commander. From the design perspective, what we've heard is that it is causing difficulty in designing four commander cards with the hybrid mana rules as they are, to which I'd say just design cards for standard and we'll have fun with them. But I mean, and and that's what it always has been in commander up until fairly recently. I mean, it was working with cards that, again, were never supposed to interact with each other that weren't being built around that format. They were meant for something else entirely. Mm -hmm. And then it was creatively assembling them into a hundred card deck that did something they never could have in any other format. So hearing the, well, we can't design for Commander. It's like, Commander doesn't always need to be designed for. Yeah. Part of of the fun and the creativity and the joy in deck building these is, again, finding things that weren't meant to just immediately synergize in this format. And being able to see interactions that were never supposed to occur and being able to bring them in that way that they weren't none of those you know older cards were designed for commander and there are still staples from those not designed for commander cards that are just centerpieces of the format so it seems like just because you can't design for specifically this one thing doesn't mean you can't design something well that can then be used in it yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. I feel kind of like, first off, the people in R&D are some of the most brilliant, intelligent, insightful people, and to which you say, well, they're saying they want this, so they know what they're talking about. But I would say they're also very competitive. They, they you know, uh, 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 players who they're looking at, white in Commander doesn't have this. We'd like to give it. It w- would be in a, 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 a white-red hybrid card, but we want pe- people to run that in a mono-white or a, a white-green Commander. And I just feel like if you can't make it work as just a mono-white card, then don't worry about it. Focus on standard, focus on draft, and we will take from that and we will figure out how to make it work. And it's okay I think if there's something that white just doesn't do well, 
maybe look at the larger picture of white. But it's like, you know, maybe it's okay if white just doesn't do this well, but give it something else that it does well. Right. You don't want all the colors to be the same anyway. Well, what fun is that? And that's not that's not the point yeah. of the pie or having these different color identities in Commander or just having the colors different as they are. Right. So I, to circle back on it, Hybrid Man is probably the one thing I have the least surety on. And so mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to take a very hard, firm line in the sand. It should be this or it shouldn't be this. Right. Having never had to compete with that either in my deck building process or in a game. But no one has. It's been like that since the very inception of the format. Well, then. So no one, this was not a change that was made and now we're changing it back. This has been that way since the inception of the format. Obviously not everything since the inception of everything. Right, right. I mean, goodness, you know, we fix things and that's the idea, but. I guess since it's never been this huge stumbling block for me. Right. I don't have a really strong pull to why it needs to change. Yeah. I, at no point in time have I been like, I can't, like I said earlier, I can't make this deck work without this one hybrid mana card. Right, right. That's part of the restriction. That's part of the deck building process. And it's just like, okay, that's just what it is in this format. I take it from there. It's like, these are my parameters. And now I have to figure out how to fit best within them. Right. I, I tend I, to agree. I could, I, you know, there's, I'm I'm open to hearing more about it, why it should or shouldn't, but I, I genuinely can't say I have a hard and fast, it must be this way, it must not be this way on hybrid mana. I would incline to just keep things as they are right now, would be my opinion. All right. The next thing that has been discussed is what about removing the 100 card limit and that you can have more, or the 99 card limit right. plus commander, and have as many cards in a commander deck as you like. Uh, this is something that has been discussed largely around the card Battle of Wits, which is an alternate win condition. Battle of Wits, at the beginning of your upkeep, if you have 200 or more cards in your library, you win the game. You can't win with this card. Unless, well, you can't use it in commander because it won't ever work. You can use it. I mean, yeah, it's not banned, it. but right. you can't have more Sorry. than 100 cards. So you can't, the idea is, is I want to build a 200 50-card deck, 300-card deck, a 200-card deck. Uh, well, not 200. You'd I need, need 200 or more. 200 probably, two maybe. Well, what I about mean, stuff in my graveyard? I and you need at least it. to try it. Yeah, you got to find it. you got to be able to cast it. Right. So you're going to make tutors, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I don't know. 200-esque. 200-ish. I don't know anyway. what the proposed commander battle of wits deck is, but people have said, why do we have to restrict to 100 cards? Why do we have to streak to 100 cards? Why can't I'm not, I, I'm not on the rules committee. I can't answer that question. Right, right, right. You're not on the rules committee. You're the advisor. <laughs> what do you think about re- removing uh, the 100 card limit? Why? So I could play Battle of Wits. Ask your friends. Build the Battle of Wits deck and then be like, guys, I want to try this out. It's going to be fun. Right. Promise. Yeah. Problem solved. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, this just seems like I could understand. You know what? No, actually, I. You are, you're already getting it's a hundred card singleton. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of options. <laughs> and I'm I'm sure people have formulas for how many lands you're supposed to run. I don't know. I just put lands in a deck until it feels like there's enough, and sometimes there still isn't. But I, if you want to build a battle of wits deck, just do it and ask people when you pull out your stack of 250 cards. Hey, as mind if I just give this a shot? Right. See if you can stop me. It's Arch Enemy. Let's play Arch Enemy. It's a race to see who gets there first. Can you sure. stop me from doing this or am I going to win? Yeah, I, I think there's a, a big, in a lot of this, This I think there's a big discounting of the idea that Commander 
is a format where you should be talking with and friendly with. It feels like there's this idea of like, well, my playgroup would never let me or this, we have to force and geez, who are you playing with? Like, like sit down and say, this is a fun deck I made. Want to see what it does. I want to see what it does. Let's have fun. Shuffle up, get a game. Uh, Ask ask your people, hey, can we all just build something stupid that normally we wouldn't play? Right. Is there a reason not to remove the hundred? Like, like, is there a reason not to remove the hundred card limit? It feels like a corner case. Yeah. And I don't know that I would advise in my capacity uh, (laughs) that I would advise that we make all the rules based on corner cases. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things just aren't going to work. Right. That's okay. Yeah. Not everything has to work. Not every single card has to work exactly the way you want it every time. That's just not how this game goes. Or this format, which is Commander is an inherently broken format. Absolutely. That might be what drives a lot of people a little crazy and obsessed with it is is it's like we want to make it work. Right. But you can't make it work. And that's okay. Sometimes things just don't work. You can have fun with it, but it's inherently, inherently broken. It's like that, what was that card, that combo you posted that someone else had put on, uh, you asked about like crazy, ridiculous, somebody asked about ridiculous combos on Twitter. And it was the City of Solitude to Fairy's Protection and it was a uh, black card and it was run in Asman where basically, uh, oh, it was uh, the... Consuming vapors or something, where you can counter something by just taking another turn, right? And you just do it a hojillion times to fairies protection yourself out, and right. just wait until everybody basically mills themselves out before you take your next turn, right? That's ludicrous, <laughs> but why not? That's the point of this. That's broken, and those cards were never supposed to see each other out right. on the battlefield. But why not make it a ridiculous deck? It probably won't work. If you get to resolve it, like, you probably will get high fives around the table because that's harebrained. Yeah. It's okay for things to not be... What I, I think with, It's like, over in a turn busted. Maybe just do something ridiculous because it can. Yeah, and I, I also think that a response to that combo that you mentioned, which was a ridiculous combo oh, and, and, and such... It shouldn't be, well, we got to ban that because now all you have to do is get this going and you can abuse Teferi's protection. And You can abuse Teferi's protection anyway. I mean, it's abusable. some of it's self-selecting, right? Like right. you're going to get it done once and be like, all right, that was cool. And I did it. Yeah. And build a different deck. Right. <laughs> Not everything. I, I feel like a lot of times when we see stuff that looks abusable, well, it's going to become unfun eventually. Either your playgroup's going to be over it, you're going to get over it. I've I've taken decks apart because they always won the same way. They didn't right. always win, but when they did, it was the exact same setup. It was a very similar, like, oh, here we are again. Like, sure. There's no other way around this. And it's like, okay, I did it. I got it. I'm you know do how many games else. I got in with my 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 super optimized Leovold deck before it got banned? No, no, no. Oh, before I no no <laughs> before you're just over it. I I built Leovold super optimized out of curiosity. I knew I knew the deck, mm-hmm. I knew how it worked, but I wanted to pilot it and I had the pieces. Right. I just and I so I went through my folders. I spent weeks putting it together and this and picking out the lands, shuffled it up, sat down with my playgroup. I told them what I, I had, and everyone groaned. 
Right. But we sat down and we played, and it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Right. Uh, and it was fascinating because I did become the arch enemy, and everybody was like, okay, is there a way to take him out? And, and when I had the lock-in, there's this one moment when, when there's still a chance where you draw, and before you discard, you can cast an instant. And so if you get an instant, that removes the artifact. And so people are like, so what do you have in your deck that you might eventually draw right. that'll get rid of it? And Needless to say, I won. Yeah. Uh, and afterwards, the playgroup actually said, that was really interesting. Yeah. That's a neat one to bring out again. And I said, I'll tell you the truth. I had a great deal of fun playing with this. And I'm done because it's not how I personally enjoy playing Commander. But you still want to learn. You still want to see. You have that yeah. curiosity of, you know what? Let me. I just want to see how this works. And so I took it apart. And, and, yep. and, and I, I don't see why if my curiosity had not been for Battle of Wits, I couldn't have just said, I really wanted to try this Battle of Wits deck. Right. I, I, I agree with that. And, you know, I mean, in the same vein, I built a Traxa. I played it once and I took it apart. I was like, this is, it's, right. I know exactly what this does. I know exactly what, it, there's no, there was no uh, thinking on my feet when right. I had to play. I was just like, no, oh, I'll just make more counters. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, there wasn't anything where it was, uh, there weren't, challenges within the deck of, oh, but I need this and I don't have it, but how can I make this work instead? Right. Or this is a different win con, or it was very linear. Right. And so it was cool the one time and had a ton of counters on everything. I was like, all right. Yeah. Now it tracks us to the 99 somewhere else. Right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. What about poison damage? So poison, in fact, mm -hmm. is a win condition. You only need 10 infect counters to kill your opponent. This is designed for standard games where the life total is 20. 10 is obviously half of 20. English major can still do math. Uh, people math. say, well, commander is 40, 40 life. Shouldn't it be 20 infect damage? It's so easy to right. win or cheap to win yeah. in commander with infect. Shouldn't we change the infect rules to reflect the, the uh, starting life in Commander. I feel like this is targeted harassment of Craig Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> it is. He knows what he, he did. He knows exactly what he did because he does it every time. Um, right. I haven't run into all that many infects decks out in the wild where it's been such a pervasive issue of like, Right. I mean, I have a deck that can win on Infect. It's Yargle Voltron. <laughs> it has, uh, it's uh, EDH Quarters, uh, Commander's Quarters build. Mm -hmm. It's Mitch's. It's modified, of course, because I had other stuff hang hanging around that looked like it would be fun or fit into it. But it's, you know, make Yargle huge with a bunch of armor stuck on him and then tainted strike him. Right. Okay. I've done it once. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not an every time thing. Um, I like having a triumph of the hordes in some of my green. I mean, aggro that's a, decks. that's the closer, right? Right. You, know, you just do the full swing. It doesn't in always just... work. It's not this. Exactly. I, I don't have it as a guaranteed thing. There right. are just games where I might be able, and it's not going to take everybody out. It's no. maybe this one opponent. Boom! I'm going to infect. <clears throat> you could optimize and yeah. have crater hoof sure, and absolutely sure. get everybody that way. But you could also get them normally. Well, know? and I think too, <laughs> with that. Commander does have ways to to deal with counters, right? And to get rid of counters that may be on you as a person or as a player, or not issue them at all. I think what is it? The card from Hour of Devastation, Solemnity. Mm -hmm. Players can get players can get counters, right? Yeah, sure. Play infect against me. What do I care? If if you are, <laughs> you know, like there's there's 
avenues that it can be dealt with. If you are are really upset about losing to infect all the time, you can put a solemnity or a uh, 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 malaria. Oh yeah, you can't get poison counters. Right, can't get right, poison yeah. counters. There, there's there's some avenues. It's hard. There, there's not a lot of options. What if I'm no, in that's true. red black? I, I, you know, like like I, there's not a lot of options for it. But is it really cheap that you're winning with with ten poison? Is there an argument to be made? against changing it? Like, what What does it, what happens if we change it? I, what does it do? I mean, I, I don't, if we change it, it just makes it harder to win with Infect, right? right. I, I don't know that, I mean, is it a format warping problem? I guess, that, yeah, are we really just, seeing all these decks with Infect just running rampant where it's just too easy to win? Who's your Infect commander, Skittles? Like, right, like, yeah. like, like, that's it. That's all you got for an infect commander. Most decks are not in. There's most decks are not going to be infect pure. It's just more like there's an infect option. Yeah, you got to poison a sliver in but your sliver deck. But there's options for all kinds of win cons and all sorts of other decks. You can, I mean, if you're running Xenagos, sure. Right. Double him and swing in with trample. Maybe you can get that twenty one, and that's a one hit commander kill. Right. But we're not gonna. I mean, we're not going out banning all the commanders that could get pumped to size in one turn sure. and knock somebody out. Right. Yeah. I, if if it's I I could see the merit of it getting bumped up. I haven't seen any like super compelling, all-consuming. The format is dying because it's infected. Right. Sort of reasons. Is that like, what the cause would have now. to be? Like, like, so I'm actually now curious as we've been having this discussion. Yeah. What would get your attention where your advice might be, hey, maybe we do need to reconsider in fact. Is it does it have to get to the point of like the, the format is is itself dying to infect, or how big and how prevalent does a problem like infect wins have to be before you start saying, Wow, yeah, that we uh, should my really advice, look at this. Yeah, yeah, look at this. Take a look at this, Sheldon. Um, I would say I mean, not to certainly, and I'm not in like a making light of it way, but it's almost the same way. Like the flash. that flash is getting unrelenting, unceasing. Please do something about this. Please do something about it. like right. it's been. It's pervasive, honestly. Dare, dare I ask if your advice was to ban flash or I not? I have. I have not been asked not about my. Ad- nope. You don't want. That's fair. You abstain from saying your opinion I, on it. That's fair. Well, the larger part, and I've actually spoken to, uh, I think at least Jim from Spike Feeders, and I want to say a couple other people in that community, and some CDH folk. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I have no idea why this is a problem. And this was, a, you know, a little while ago. I was like, walk me through what the issue is here. Right. I don't play CDH. Right. I am not in. Like, I have. When you guys say Flash Hulk, I hear two words right. that are going together that you say are a problem. Genuinely, honestly, like walk me sure. through what what the big issue here is here. So, a, more than one CDH player was like, "I'm happy to thank you for listening," and sat me down and was like, "Here's why this is an issue, and here's why it's basically unstoppable, and why it's a scourge on the format." Not everybody agrees with that. That's fine, but they had a very well like when this comes out, this is pretty much the order of operations. And if more than one person's running it, maybe somebody else is going to take the win from you because they're going to flash out and stuff instead. And you know, took me took me through the whole thing. At that point, I was like, yeah, I see how this could really suck if this mm-hmm. is one of the biggest, most powerful and pervasive ways to win. And it's almost, it, from, you know, what I heard, 
it almost sounded like it was a guarantee. That, like, if you sit down to CDH, there's prop- this, there is a likelihood that someone is running this. Mm-hmm. That feels really homogenizing. That feels very... Right. So when it gets to the point where Infect is as good as Flash, that's when maybe we need to I look don't, at changing I don't know the if as good as or anything like that is the right combination of words for this. Make oh, the all the comment faces section the of this you video. You can do... The, mm. All I'm saying is that that's kind of the level where... Sure. Again, yeah. as an outsider on CDH looking in, being like, this is coming up basically nonstop. Right. Please tell me what your experience is, what your experience is, why this is, why I'm constantly hearing about this. Like, I genuinely want to know. Right. It's, you know, I do not know everything about magic. I do not know everything about commander. There are all kinds of metas I don't play. There are archetypes and, you know, styles of play I do not partake in. So I'm not going to pretend to be an expert and say that. Yeah. I mean, my job is commander advisory, as in right. I talk to other people too. Yeah. And bring that in. So there are plenty of things where I'm more than happy to have like a nice sit down discussion. <laughs> like, tell me why this is such a problem mm-hmm. and why it's not just your play group, but you've gone elsewhere. Where else have you seen this? Has this been a problem? Like, if you're someone that does go to tournaments and, you know, when you scrub out of main or you just show up for side events, Every time you get in another pod, you're seeing this card or you're right. seeing this combo. Give me give me context beyond I don't like it in my playgroup and I don't like people using it against me. Because that's... I feel like that's good criteria, actually. Uh, I, I also feel like there might be a propensity. Magic players are very smart. And, and, and though we are red mage emotional at times, uh, we also have very analytical minds. Yep. And I think that for a lot of Magic players... It may not be that Infect is such a widespread problem, but that when they look at it, there is an illogic. 10 Infect, Fair. 20 life, 21 40 life, damage. 20, yeah. yeah and, exactly. and, and, and so it's, 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 they feel like it's not so much that, oh, Infect is just giving me the same problems as Flash in the CEDH community, but rather it's more just like, Look, it seems like, like, like logically just, it doesn't just, yeah, fit. Just, it's, yeah. it's like the, the other night you were going through my binders and you wanted to readjust where I had cards not in a line. <laughs> and so you started taking out cards and putting them in, in a proper pretty line. Right. And, and I feel like that might be what we're hearing with Infect, where it's more of a like, no, just line this up. 40 life, 20 Infect, 20 life, it's just, 10 Infect. It all makes there sense, you go. Right? Now it makes sense. <laughs> Everything in its place. And I, I think that might be the case with Infect. I almost never see it. That's my thing. And I'm, again, now that's anecdotal. Rarely. That's your play group. Absolutely. But I also don't hear about it. I, don't, I hear about Flash. Obviously, that's the topic of the, of, of oh, for the, sure, the for sure. event. But back, okay, so another example is when Tuck, uh, the Tuck rules uh, uh, had not yet been changed. I heard about Tuck. And the problem with Tuck, constantly. Because, I mean, that basically would just yeah. disappear your commander, and that's that. Right. And right. And, and and the only uh, uh, color that had access to Tuck was white. So there was a great imbalance, and 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 uh, it was, or I think most of the Tuck. Yeah. There's an exception. There's always an exception. But nonetheless, it, it was just, I heard about it constantly. And even though I didn't really experience it in my playgroup, I was able to take that information in right. and say, this is probably, you know, an issue. And, and such, whereas I don't hear about Infect, except from people who play against Craig. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I played against Craig. Right. Multiple times, but I know better. He tells me exactly what's happening the second he sits down at the table. It's like, he's yes. Craig. I made the man a ring with the Phyrexian symbol on it. Like, I know he's going to play Infect against there me. There you go. I don't have to 
have any questions, but I know what I'm getting myself into. On this next one, I actually want you to help me out a little bit okay. because uh, we're See talking. See what to- I can do. <laughs> you can only do so much. That's true. <laughs> Professor, I can only help you so much. Commander death triggers. Right. What is the issue with this? I understand it, but I want to hear it told to me using different words because I don't play any of these commanders. And, right. And so we're talking about a system in the rules that does what? What is the commander death trigger issue? So commander death triggers are, let's let's talk about Olenda, who would be the premier aristocrats commander right. if she worked with commander death triggers the way people assume or want her to work. Right. So she amasses counters every time something dies. When she dies, she makes that many vampires. Right. But she has to die. Right. So the reason she's not, again, the premier commander for all of this is because when you decide, when a commander would die, they can go to the command zone instead. And that means that they didn't die. They didn't die. They never hit the grave. They just changed zones. Right. Exactly. So there's your issue. So a commander that has a, a, a death trigger, yes. it does not trigger if you put them in the command zone. Right. If now, they, you if can you, choose to let them absolutely. hit the graveyard. Absolutely. But then they're in the graveyard. In the graveyard. <laughs> Which, eh, you ways, know, depend, depending ways. on your deck, maybe that's where you want them to be. Right. Who knows? And that, but, the same goes for exile or going absolutely. to your hand. Yes. When you path to exile my commander, I can theoretically let it get exiled. Correct. I can let it get unsummoned to my hand, but... If I redirect it to the command zone, it didn't ever go to my hand. It didn't right. ever go to exile. And in the case of death, it never really died. Right. It just returned. It changed zones. Exactly. How many commanders have death triggers? Uh, I mean, a lot, I would assume. Yeah. Alenda's just like but the Alenda's one that is the, the, the huge value for right. it. Right. Right. And I remember I when that card was first previewed, I think, at some point in time during my awareness of the Ixalan block. Um, when she came out, actually, I think Josh and Jimmy on the command zone covered this specifically about Alenda not working the way we wanted her to because otherwise she would have been so great as the black-white commander. Right. Because you could just, I mean, start sweeping things, make her humongous, and then sack her out and have a army of vampires that I think are 1-1 lifelinkers mm-hmm. and overrun and now have tokens to sacrifice, have any number of things. Just the perfect aristocrat. She's great for it, yeah. So instead, she's relegated to the 99, unless you are running something with a pretty, you know, substantial reanimation or recursion package where you can get her back out of the graveyard, no problem. Um, So that is kind of the crux of, okay, well, if a commander would die and we could have some kind of benefit, if we choose to put it back in a zone we can easily retrieve it from, even with the tax, we don't get that trigger. So that, mm. that utility, that value is lost. I get that. I don't know how widespread that is. But isn't that something where the way the card was intended is getting superseded by just an oddity of the commander format where, where I feel like this is a little different than the hybrid discussion mm-hmm. where a hybrid card is both a red and a white card. It right. counts as both. And therefore, color identity-wise, it should be both. But the commander did die. I did say destroy target creature. Right. Does the spell resolve? It resolves. So Alendra dies. She does. I would like her to go to my command zone. 
shouldn't that player receive the benefit if it's written on the card for there to be a, a death trigger? And that this is commander needing to like, well, let's look at how we can just tweak the way that works so that you get that death trigger. Uh, and that's certainly something that I think should get considered. Yeah. It um, seems like a, I a, just, I can see the argument for it being a blip in the system. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Alenda wasn't designed for commander. Right. That's okay. Yes. It's okay that cards don't always work the way you want them to. <laughs> That's true. It's that it's like, dang, she would be so great. So instead, I'll run a tutor and throw her in the 99. Okay. I mean, that works too. That's, but because I, I and I get that. But yeah. you know, at the same time, commanders aren't always in play. You don't always get the effect of them when they're sitting on the command zone. Yes, you want to build around them. Yes, you want to make them an integral part of your deck as best you can, if that's you know what you're mm -hmm. going for. But generally, you want them to have some utility or make sense with the rest of the deck. Right. So being able to have Alenda say is this just monster of a of a recurring piece that you can bring out time and again, mm -hmm. just get tons of value from. I can see the frustration in that not working. Mm -hmm. At the same time, how many other cards is this? It, it, is it one of those really pervasive problems in the format? It's not a pervasive problem, but I see it as a problem where the card should work. Yeah. And, and just a, a kind of like, you know, a commander format aspect of, of, of the way commanders change zones is preventing the card from working. Right. And so it seems like an arbitrary dismantling of, of, of a card. I mean, qu question. Let me ask yeah. you a question. I have an Alendra as my commander. Yes. And you cast a destroy effect on, on right. her. Right, right. Question. And we're playing a game of commander. There's two other people. Understood. Question. Did Alendra die? You destroyed her. It resolved. Right. But, <laughs> but, but never mind even the rules, the, the spirit of it, with no other things. And I go, it resolves. And it resolves. The, the creature has died. Right? She's going to go, I'm going to redirect her to my command zone, but she died. Right. So she says when she dies, she gets an effect. But that's, the reason why I say I'm not a yeah. rules judge is what is the definition of well, I feel dying like the rules in the game? Do, right, right. But is it going to the graveyard? Is it leaving the battlefield and going to the graveyard? Because don't death triggers usually right. resolve once something hits the yard? Right. Well, I I don't I again Does it does YouTube don't get mad at me. I'm actively admitting I do not know the exact ruling on that. Right. 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 <laughs> I'm saying there's every likelihood I could be wrong and I'm okay with that. Sure. We're speaking in hypotheticals. <laughs> if that's and that's I think part of the the issue there is if there's more to it than just the simple okay, spirit of it when you're sitting down and playing the game, it makes mm -hmm. sense that if I destroy something it's dying, but instead of it going to the graveyard, it goes here instead, but the creature still died. That makes perfect sense to me. I can see we're 100% where you're coming from. I get that. We know it's not that simple. Right. <laughs> I know it's not <laughs> that simple. The comprehensive rules know it's not that simple. Right. And I think that's where the rub is. Yes. Is there's, there's something there, I'm sure, right. language-wise, that actually prevents it as it's written, both on the card and you know, the actual rules text of how these things interact and what means what exactly. Mm -hmm. Could that be shifted or changed or modified by the RC? Sure, probably. Mm -hmm. I am not privy to their discussions because that's the rules committee and we advise them, but we right. don't, we're not in their You're meetings. In we don't right. get, I don't yeah. get a final say. I don't get to know what votes are. 
So it sounds like it, you 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 view a lot of 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 your advice as being cautionary, as as being like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And uh, it's it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Certainly, and I'm not against at the same time being like, hey, this is something that we could actually improve on. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a blend between if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and why are we making progress for just progress's sake? Like. Mm-hmm. This is progress. I, I would be the. Yeah. I, I don't know that I agree with that, but I could see well, what's wrong with progress. I mean, and that's the thing is like, part of it is, are we making changes just to make changes? Mm-hmm. Is this actually improving thing? Is the improvement such a corner case that the majority of players are even going to notice or or feel it? Like, there's I a. There's, I think there's you know, a lot of consideration there that is open ended and could change from one person to the next, both on the rules committee, on the CAG, and in the commander playing population writ large. Like. There's a lot of things that are, for some people, absolute, this is the worst thing. I don't understand why I can't run hybrid mana to, you know, my position of, I have never had it cause a problem for me. Right. And I'm not saying that the apathetic state that I'm in necessarily on it is the right call, nor that we have to just legalize everything and then sort out the wreckage from there is the right way to go either. Mm -hmm. So... uh, are there going to be unintended consequences? Are there ways around that? Are you know? Right. Do we do we say something like, "Well, when your commander changes zones, you get the trigger." Right. Well, what does that mean? So you get to just start blinking your commander and getting all these triggers, even though they're not dying. I mean, sure. Well, I think unintended consequences of a change is definitely a reason to be wary as well. I, uh, what what how how do we change this so it works? And then what does that do in terms of changing? We have the largest the one of the largest card pools. Yeah. Unintended consequences are very, very real and likely in this. Like, there's all kinds of stuff that maybe we're not thinking of because it hasn't been brought up because it's never worked before. And now we change role, and all of a sudden, this new interaction is absolutely bonkers and completely unintended because it was never an issue before. Now we have one different corner case where it's like, okay, well, maybe we can't change the rules for this. And now there's a completely different set of problems that have sprung up from it. Right. I feel like taking a little more time and being judicious and making decisions like that is probably the smarter tack. Mm-hmm. The next one's a pretty big one. It's the idea that commander damage should be removed entirely because commander damage is a way where if your commander does over 20 points of damage, so 21 points of damage or, you know, go wild, uh, that that person loses the game. And so it has been proposed that we need to get rid of commander damage why? What? Why? I don't understand that at all. The, yeah. <laughs> I, I really This one really stupefies me. I mean, this is an integral part of the format, but I feel like all of these are integral parts of the format. I mean, that's kind of my biggest takeaway from some of this, too. It's like Winning <laughs> with 10 infecting Commander is part of the charm of Commander. Not being able to play hybrid cards is part of the charm of Commander. Uh, 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 having the, the only one I uh, of everything we've discussed so far that I'm, I'm sympathetic to is the death triggers. I'm sim- and I, I don't want yeah. it to be like, I'm not sympathetic. No, 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 I don't. I, I don't I mean, like, the only one that I feel most— Let me put it this way. Out of everything we've discussed so far, I feel most inclined towards, like, well, the death triggers, there's—I I see that. I And I'm I'm with you on that. Right. I see it, too. I don't know what the answer is. I Would I advise that we try to find a solution? Right. Sure. Is there one? I don't know. Why are we removing commander damage? We're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why do people who don't play? <laughs> why do people who? Why are there now some voices from some sources saying that commander damage should be eliminated? I have no idea. Yeah, that it. I've said it countless times at this point. My very first Magic game ever was Commander. Commander is the reason I exist in Magic in any capacity. Right. I don't play anything else. Well, that's not true. I draft Battlebond and stuff. But Commander is the reason I'm here. Right. It was not hard to grasp. Hey, there's a stack of 99 cards. This is your deck. You play with this. This one is special. It's outside your deck, and it has special properties. If it comes in and does more damage or a certain number, you're out. Okay. I I don't I, I don't makes, understand yeah. what's difficult about it. I don't if you don't want to keep track of it, fine. Let your opponent keep track of it. And then when you die to 21, you didn't realize because you weren't counting. Well, okay. I yeah. I it I don't understand. If you don't want to use commander damage, don't. Don't swing in with your commander. No problem. Right. <laughs> like then then don't make it a, a condition in your deck. Right. Or just don't use it. That's fine. You can, there's plenty of other ways to go. I think that there's a a counter argument to why would we get rid of commander damage is, okay, so now everything's a combo deck because you just have to swing in on somebody's life gain deck and hope you can get them down. Right. Okay. I mean, it's, it's part of the format. It's part of the charm of it. Right. You have your one special creature that's set aside that when it comes in and does big smashes, well, you're out. Yeah. (laughs) I don't see what the problem is. The idea that it's too confusing boggles my mind. The idea that it's too confusing feels like an insult to everybody that plays Commander or is interested in the format. That you are not capable of keeping track of more than two numbers. Right. And then the response. I don't don't understand that. I've had this discussion on so many topics in Magic about like like this fear of complexity. And then the answer is, well, you're an enfranchised, you know, like hardcore player. And and what we want, what about casuals coming into command? Or what about new play? Yeah, that was your first game ever and you played Voltron. No, Mono Black Micaeus. Oh, okay. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. But I understood that if that one swung at me and it did it too many times, I was out. What are you like a genius or something? Apparently so. Yeah. Some kind of brainiac. I mean, I but honestly, <laughs> to think that like having this one particular number, I mean, they make playmats that like will hold your commander cards and actually have three little things on I've the side. I've got this thing on my phone called an app, and it tracks poison, it tracks commander damage, it tracks life total. It's almost and like I you don't even pick, have to think about it. It's, it's just doing it for you. I gotta remember to push it. <laughs> well, okay. But I, I, it seems yeah. like kind of insulting that you just think that in these immensely complex board states games that we have in Commander, one more number, I'm sorry, that's just a bridge too far. There's right. no possible way you could wrap your head around that and keep track of it too. And I want to say this too is that— It's weird. Voltron decks are are roughly maybe 20 to 25% of, of all Commander decks. It's not like there's one— Commander, and it's like this is the way this Any, commander every operates. Every commander is a Voltron commander, right? If you but, try hard enough. But it's it's not like well, there's this one legendary, and that legendary's name is Voltron, and and Voltron. But can we have that though? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, uh, it, we're talking about a quarter of the the, the player base it's an being archetype. affected it's an, it's, exactly by removing com, uh, commander damage, and 
I don't think, especially since 2019, now not in Commander, but 2019 was a, a year of big bands. And I don't think necessarily everyone realizes, or maybe they do more so now, just how devastating bands and changes, dramatic changes and upheavals can be. It is not easy to put decks together, be they commander or standard. It is disheartening and disenfranchising when you are told what you have been doing, what you have been enjoying, what have you worked towards building mm -hmm. is now going to be dismissed if there is a critical need for it, like a card that is just warp format warping, but if it's just because, well, we want to set things right, we want to neat, neaten things up, we want to, I don't even know what, with, with commander damage, we want to simplify, that is, is a very bad excuse to essentially d dishearten and potentially disenfranchise 25% uh, uh, of the people who play this game. A format, I mean, yeah. and and it just I, I think that that with all of these changes, and we didn't touch on 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 all of them, but with everything we've discussed here today and everything we haven't discussed here today, I think that more than anything else, you have to give some due consideration to the players who will be affected by them and who will 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 become, and also just things changing constantly. You you get very like, well, I don't know what's going on anymore. And I think- I don't know, hybrid, I don't know what's going on anymore. I think part of, at least part of the simplicity of Commander, which I know I'm already getting, I can hear people laughing at that, st that, right. that statement. But part of the simplicity as far as the format itself and understanding it is that it's not changing every two months. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it- I it is. It's a lot of commander it, deck that's been sitting on my shelf for for eight months. Right, and it probably isn't going to have anything that's been banned in it. It's right. probably still going to function as intended. Sit down and play. Absolutely. Um, I think that that's a good thing. It's okay for this large casual format in a world of formats that shift often and dramatically to have, for lack of a better word, some stability in it. Mm hmm. Like, it was a big deal when they banned two cards. <laughs> that many. <laughs> yeah. Like, a big people, deal. And that, some people lost their decks. Yeah. yeah. And that was two cards. Sure. And when, when was the last ban before that? It was before my time on CAG, but yeah. I mean, technically the last one was too. Like, it's kind of all right that this moves at a, a bit more uh, slow of a pace. Take it easy. All right. Yeah. Because it's part of the allure is that it's not this hyper competitive. Everything has to change and you have to rotate out and constantly optimize. And it's super duper competitive. And if you're not playing this, what's wrong with you? Like, that's, that's good. That's <laughs> one of the, that's one of the nice things about Commander. I've got a, a change that I don't think was mentioned, but uh, I, I do know is one that there is a force pushing for. What if Commander rotated? And maybe had less, you know, a lot of the problems in Commander, a lot of the problems it's in Commander, great. let's reduce the card pool. Let's reduce the card pool. So, like, it's maybe only the last two years. It's been great seeing you, dude. And yeah. uh, uh, it rotates. And you only play it on Wednesdays. Can you stop? This isn't a check, it's an IOU, which is an unacceptable method of payment to the church. But secondly, you've managed to misspell IOU. 
which I didn't think was possible. Anything is possible at college. Community college. A community college you started with a substantial loan from the Orzov Church. So you're not here about class. Oh no, my class has never been in question. The financial viability of the school, however, is... Say what now? Mr. Professor, five years ago you took a high-interest loan from the Orzov Church to start this community college dedicated to all things Magic the Gathering. I'm here to audit you, not a class. High-interest loan? Mister? Indeed. Let us begin. 